Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. I'm Joel. And we're also joined by special guest Gemma. Thank you so much for coming on, Gemma, for what will be the most famous episode in How Goods Footy history. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Gemma demanded that introduction. I think it all paid off. But Sean. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. How Goods Footy. <laughs> Sean, how good's footy, mate? Um, if this is your first ever episode of How Good's Footy, wow. Welcome. Good choice. Uh, we're shaving a man's head live on air because why are we shaving your head, Sean? Well, I think it was early in 2020 we decided to come up with a thing called the pledge. Yes. Which is if your team wins the grand final, you pledge to shave your head. Yep. And people went nuts for it. We've got a lot of pledges. And finally, Brisbane have won the flag. Here we go again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Sean, bold choice to go the middle to start with. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're Jesus. Good. I'm just all over the shop here. Yeah, do you want me to come and give you a hand? Yeah. You I don't know if I'm going to be any better because I've never shaved a head before. That's all right. Um, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a beautiful That was one. a beautiful bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, look, to get the podcast going underway, Tom, do you want to jump in? Yeah, I'm going to jump in and uh, shave some head. Take over, and we can talk Ooh. about the weekend that was. Yes. So the AFLW Grand Final was <laughs> this <Yeah>. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Adelaide took on Brisbane. Adelaide, very clear favourites. Um, thought Sean would jump in here, but he's very distracted. Sorry, what were you saying about Brisbane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a good one. <laughs> he's just glimpsed his own shaved head for oh. the first time. <laughs> I don't know if I've got a home to go back to. <laughs> <laughs> but basically... This weekend was the AFLW Grand Final. Adelaide took on the Brisbane Lions at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Adelaide were the team to beat all year. 
Oh yeah. Woo. That's not true. Who was uh, who was the team to beat? Freo. Freo for like four weeks, and then they just and like Melbourne for another four weeks, and then they shit themselves. I'd say any of the top four were the team to beat all year. No, no, no. That's not how it works. There's only one team to beat. I'm sorry they look so ridiculous <laughs> when you're trying to talk to me. <laughs> Collingwood, they went undefeated for a fair while this year. Yeah, but yeah, no one leading, ever took them seriously, did they? Leading into the season, though, they weren't a favourite. They weren't the team Adelaide to Adelaide weren't either. That's true. I guess it was Frio. Carl- then, Carlton, North Melbourne. Frio and North Melbourne. Oh, I forgot about North. Yeah, so did uh, North Melbourne. Yeah, I remember <laughs> reading that article, though, about uh, will North be undefeated? And, and then I they... think they lost in round two. <laughs> or round yes. three? Yeah. Yes, to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melbourne, giant killers. Was that at Casey Fields? It was. Magic, magic time. time. I tell you what, this is a big magic time as well. <laughs> Tom, I will say, looks like he's doing a very good job. He knows what he's doing. He does not know <laughs> what he's doing. See, the front looks all right. The front looks all right, Sean. The back looks like you've been attacked by a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> the Terrence Reed cut. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, okay. Going into this final series, Adelaide, probably the team to beat. Yeah, I'd say that. Fair. Okay, fair. I'm glad we could agree on that. This is very distracting in the background, but <laughs> very so funny. You face it where I, I face you, I can't see what's going on. But um, yeah, and especially when the grand final was at Adelaide Oval, most people, not everyone, most people were like, Adelaide have this. For the third time in the history of the AFLW, uh, Brisbane Lions are going to be runners up. They were already naming the medal. <laughs> it was the Aaron Phillips medal because she was definitely going to win her third. Why did you say most people and not all people? Well, that's because, Gemma. This uh, show exists. <laughs> and you exist also, Gemma. Uh, you said, and this is very, very, very off-brand for you, but I respect it. And also it was <laughs> spot on. <laughs> Jesus. I just got to get this little bit of like the top and around the ears. <laughs> uh, so Sean also I'm very- going. I'm going to keep going. Uh, I'm go for it. Yeah. Uh, Sean also very bravely stated that he's not going to a hairdresser after this. He said it'll be fine. What's the point? <laughs> Maybe your partner needs to have another go at it once you get home. <laughs> My partner who said um, that <laughs> I'm going to look like Lord Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> so far, correct. I don't, I don't know that that's true. Mm, thank you. Mm. You'd look, you'd Looks look, worse. <laughs> you look like you could absolutely be uh, an extra in lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to need that because I got Carlton this week. <laughs> Fond memories have been spat at at Carlton games back in the day. Um, Dogs. Brisbane. Fuck. How good? They were so good. Hey, Daisy um, Pierce back the Lions as well. Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah. Matt sorry. Edwards did too. I got very distracted. What I was going to say is against all odds, you said statistically and on paper, Adelaide should win. But I am tipping Brisbane Lions. You believed. Did you listen to my podcast? Uh, I can't remember how I heard that. Either you told me or I listened to your podcast. One of the two. I listened to your podcast, yes. <laughs> I've got to be more to do. I need to do more. I need to do more. <laughs> Sean's just stood up and um, Sean's just stood up and identified that I have, I've missed some bits. So I'm going to have another crack. It's almost done though. It's Mitch Robinson, watch out. I'm coming for your job. Oh, Mitchy. You definitely need to do the right side a lot more. <laughs> yeah. That's the price. It's the price of the pledge. Shout out to Luke in the UK. He pledged hard. He's just already so you, got the buzz. Just so everyone, I'm going to paint a visual picture. The, the left side's pretty good. The right side's very fryer tuck. <laughs> <laughs> the right side, shades of Kevin Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Blood. Uh, um, yes, so, tipped Brisbane. Tipped Brisbane. 
And uh, in case anyone has not realised yet, you tipped correctly. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Brisbane won 38 to 20. 20. 6-2 to 3-2. Accurate, accurate mm. shooting. Um, Tim, what was your tweet about Brisbane's accuracy? It's their third most accurate scoring performance in their AFLW history. Yeah. Hey, you know why it pans out? Because Tom said last week that Brisbane are pretty accurate lately. Mm, that's true. And we said, shut up, Tom. They've been <laughs> I accurate. Am never wrong. That is a lie. No, he was wrong just then. They um It's got they... a blade near my head. I think he's always right. <laughs> <laughs> they How the fuck any hairdressers listening to this, how the fuck do you do the ears? Tom, I used to do it myself. It's not fucking rocket science. <laughs> I don't want Get me a mirror. I don't want to hurt my friend. What's this trouble? Yeah, I'll have a crack. <laughs> Tag out. <laughs> They come sit down, take up your. What? He's done it immediately. <laughs> Brisbane went at a hundred percent against Melbourne in round nine. They kicked six goals straight, and in their very first AFLW game, also at Casey Fields, also against Melbourne, they went at a eighty percent. And then the grand final was seventy five. So yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's hectic. And um, they they didn't miss until the last, last quarter. Last quarter, yeah. And it was like, and not only that. Every single goal Brisbane kicked was the most fucked goal I'd ever seen in my entire oh, life. Can we, like, w- w- there's a lot to talk about in this game, but can we just talk about the fact that every goal Courtney Hodder has ever kicked in her life is goal of the year? Yeah. <laughs> and she kicked she kicked a fucked one to start with. I'm like, oh, classic Hodder. And then was like, nah, you know what? I'm not, that doesn't feel goal of the year <laughs> yeah. enough. So I'm going to kick. How did she get her foot to the ball, for one? And Magic. You look at the angle that she's kicking from. She's working with about a foot of space. Magic time. Magic, mate. <laughs> Someone picked up a bit of dirt, put it in the pocket, and carried it to Adelaide over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it was Gemma. Gemma, did you? Gemma, you, you've, you were last seen at Casey Fields. I did not take any dirt. Did you know. wear the like same shoes? like someone who doesn't want to be banned from AFL. <laughs> did you wear the same shoes to Casey Fields as you did to Adelaide Oval? I did, these ones. Oh, my God. Magic time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's time. it. You carried the gene of uh, It's not, it's not quite there. Fields. There's a little bit needs to be done in the front. Bit of a tidy. Do you like my buddy socks? I love your buddy socks. Very good. I also oh, love man. Sean's just shaking out his head for the first time. Nice widow's peak, Sean. Thank you. It's <laughs> my grandfather's. <laughs> Barracks for Melbourne. Rest in peace. <laughs> what, Melbourne? Or <laughs> um, Man, I did an all right job, I feel. I can't recall, Tom. <laughs> no, I think you did. I, I think, think I did, did okay. Yeah. There were a couple of bits that were a bit worrisome. Um, but But it's... You do have quite a large head, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm so happy to win a flag that I'll cop that. Yeah, no, but mate, you are going to be impervious to insults for, I think, the rest of the year. Actually, there is um, there is a photo of me with Alistair Lynch yeah. when I was about 10 years old, and a family friend of ours looked at the photo, and, and forever I was called the large-headed boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think adults know how hurtful they can be to kids. It's all right, Sean. Who's no, laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> You're a large-headed man who won a premiership. Yeah, cop that. Um, it was an like it was a weird game in the sense that like everything Brisbane were doing was very exciting, but the game as a whole, if it wasn't a grand final, wouldn't have been an exciting game. If that makes sense. Oh no, I disagree. I think it the was... last quarter was fucked though. When Adelaide got that fucking free kick, and I was like, oh fuck. It was. It was. I think like I think the third quarter it seemed made it seem like it was more of a blowout than it was because I think the first half was like Adelaide was still in it. They weren't scoring, but they were absolutely still in it. And in the mm. third quarter, Brisbane were like, hey, get fucked. Um. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how much you could see on the broadcast, but obviously yeah. um, being where I was, I could see the whole ground. And the thing that really stood oh, out yeah, was- Yeah, we made that clear. You were at the game. 
I don't know if we actually said that. Gemma was there. Yeah. Yes, I was there. Um, the defensive lines were the most impressive part of this game. And I oh, know yeah. there's like all this amazing stuff that happened, but neither of the defences got sucked into the play. So they yeah. were always structured beautifully. Oh, fuck, that must be nice. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more of an issue with your forwards, but let's not yeah. go into that. <clears throat> but um, the, the way that they were able to stop uh, ball from exiting the forward line and maintain territory. Both sides had their moments yeah. where they did that really well. And then obviously Brisbane's defense, we need to talk about that as on a whole. And I'm sure Sean, Sean would want to join that conversation, but a good swamp stat from the week is that uh, Brisbane conceded the sixth most inside fifties in AFLW history. They conceded 44 inside fifties mm-hmm. for three goals. You yeah. can't get past the wall. Yeah. We talked about the wall a lot on this uh, show. And, um, Fucking hell, Tom, I think you said straight after the game finished, like, who's going to win the Norm Smith? And we were sort of throwing some names around, and you were like, just give it to the whole back line. The whole back line was the best on ground. Yeah. Did you see my tweet? Is that why? No, this is my tweet. Your tweet. Oh, my God. This is a Tom Reid see... original, I reckon. I don't know that it was. Yeah. Was Whoa. it really? Hang on. That I put funny. mine out in the second quarter. Oh, I don't think I saw that. From I just Siren. Put it... From Siren. Uh, I put a tweet out that just said, can the back line win BLG? Yeah, I put mine out before you. Okay. What? <clears throat> Tom Reed going to jail for plagiarism. I guess Thief. I am. Thief. Yeah. You know what I love about the back line, Gemma, <laughs> is that I think four of them are the like original eight, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. note that they were without Shani Webb this year because yep. she's pregnant. Yep. Um and Indy Tahu has come in and absolutely done a great job. Nat yep. Greider wasn't there last time they played Huge. one another in round four. Yep. She's such a big addition. And then yep. you know, um, Shannon Campbell, her desperation on the last line is everything, and it's the thing that she's always done really well. Mm-hmm. Bree Conan has kept Chloe Molloy goalless twice this year, and she did the same to Aaron Phillips. Like, there's all King. these players, and then Kate Lutkins, who obviously went on to win the best on ground. Yep. She had 18 disposals, 12 intercepts, which is ridiculous. It's the second most after her grand final in 2018, where she had 20 intercepts. She also had 10 rebounds, which is the equal most in AFLW history. So, you know, like Go. she just what leads. A f- You've been saying that all year. <laughs> I've been saying it forever since the start of this bloody competition. She uh, very nearly could have won the best on in the, was it the 18 grand final? Well, that's that's what the conversation was. She yeah. had, that was the game where she had 20 intercepts. Yep. She should have won it that year. And that was yep. the conversation when it got announced was that, oh, she finally got the one she should have had. Was 18 the ago. first season? No, nah, team was the that was oh, the, the one Conti one. Ah, okay, yeah, but I mean, right now we could very easily be saying, well, Lutkins has two as well. Yeah. So why isn't it the Lutkins medal? Oof. Because <sighs> she's a defender. <sighs> I tell you what, defenders <laughs> defenders tough. win a lot of best on grands in grand finals. I feel. Well, yeah, because, I mean, what does that tell you? Defense wins flags, mate. That's why uh, in the AFLM the Bulldogs aren't going to win the premiership? Jesus, because their backline sucks shit. Whoa. <laughs> We don't need to talk about that because it's bloody rubbish. Um, um, oh, okay. Conan should be all Australian. She should be I'm in the all Australian. She's not in the squad, is she? She's not in the squad. Well, that's pathetic. That's honestly. I who, mean, who would who went in ahead ahead of her, Gemma? So the, we've we not to have this. a dig at you know other players. No, 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 no. I, I went to Gemma because I know that Gemma will not. Other players, Gemma, <laughs> you don't have a dig, and then I will because it's bullshit. <laughs> the uh, floor is yours. It's incredibly difficult because the player I would take out. Uh, is a player that would get an uproar here, so maybe we won't say it. Who? Who? Probably Meg Mac. Yeah, I agree. Her. I yeah, said that when her. the team got announced. I do love her, though. I love her. I love her heaps. My she favorite was a long player. Brilliant, and I yeah, she's one of my favorites, but I think 
we weren't a great team. I'm surprised we had anyone in, to be honest. I, I think Amy McDonald <laughs> should be instead of Ellie McKenzie and Brie Conan should be in instead of Meg Mack. But the rest of the squad, I think, is yeah, pretty that's solid. Big, yeah. that's a huge the back line of any All-Australian is always – it feels like it's the hardest – Sounds dumb because you got like midfields and forwards, but no, no, the backline's always the, the hardest. Most difficult, yeah. In, in yeah. both in both comps, I feel. Because look it, at who you're going to include. Harriet Corden has got to be in there. Yeah. Kate Luckins has got to be in there. Like, there's so many players that are just a walk up start into that backline. Yeah, well, I feel like in AFL uh, W in particular because the backlines are so like there's a lot more like ground ball and stuff like that. And also the, I just feel like that the stress level of a defender is like <laughs> way higher in <laughs> AFL but W. Do you think? I wonder, I'm curious to know what you think, Jim. Is the fact that it's a five-person back line, is it more of a unit? Is that weird? No, you're, I think you're absolutely right. It, it's five on the field that they also generally will pick a sixth one on the bench mm. usually yeah, because yeah. that's how a typical team is chosen, but I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but I do know from some of the selectors that the back line has been the most difficult for them yeah. to choose. Yeah, fair enough. What a back line. What was or, it, 44 inside 50s? 44 inside 50, six for three goals. For three goals. In, and bearing in mind, that's 44. That's just not That's not just 44 inside 50s. That's 44 inside 50s into a forward line that has Shear and Ponta and Phillips stalking around in it. Like, that's not yeah. – and Thompson. Like, this isn't a slouch forward line. No. Like, they are all so dangerous and you yeah. have to care about every single one of them at any given point. But a lot of the entries were dog shit. To be honest. No, it wasn't up to Adelaide's usual standard. And is no, that pressure from the Brisbane midfield? Well, Adelaide looked. Did they get sparked up? <coughs> Someone got sparked up. Can well, we talk was, about yeah. that her separately, though? Because yeah. that Adelaide Spark and ice, looked will. <laughs> most dangerous when they were running the ball forward. So when they actually had territory, they didn't look as dangerous as when Steve Lee Thompson got the ball at halfback and ran it forward. Yep. That was when it looked like the game could change. Whereas um, Brisbane. They could do both throughout the game, and yep. that was probably where it was won or lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy Spark, though, uh, Ebony Marinoff had 16 touches. It's her fewest touches in a match since round six, 2018. Jesus. And every everyone she had felt like it was in a phone box. Yeah. Like <laughs> no time, Yeah, no space. That That's, that's I think, one of the, the great things that I think – Brisbane midfield seemed to sweep back mm. and then rebound a, like quicker. I don't know whether it's cuz they had more of the ball and they were up and about, but it just it just felt like Adelaide would get possession and then sometimes you'd get a, a Thompson get we get a bit of run on or or a, or a Hatchard would take off and you'd be like okay, here we go. But usually it just felt like Adelaide to get a possession and look up and be like fuck, I've got nowhere to go. <laughs> but or, that was because of Brisbane's structure yeah. and then yeah, you're right in Brisbane being kind of able to run the ball kind of more across the team, whereas with Adelaide it had to be one or two players doing it. Brisbane, all our Dwyer played out of her skin. Oh, um, so Ali Anderson's running was really good. Greta Bodie's running was really good. Jesse Wardlaw got up the field a little bit. Dakota Davidson, I thought, played quite a good defensive forward role on mm-hmm. Sarah Allen. Wushner was finally able to discharge all the electricity that had been stored in her body. By yeah. kicking him from 55. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh. Arnell. Yeah, oh, so superstar. glad she got on to the yeah. end of that. And she had a really good game as well. So it was just kind of the consummate team performance, which was really cool. It was huge. One of – it was just like such a united grand final performance where everyone in Brisbane feel like they like rolled in and played like 
a great game where sometimes grand finals, the teams are just like lethargic, bit dog shit. Yeah. Adelaide. <laughs> well, it's one of those things though. Genuinely, when you're looking at right, who's going to win the best on ground? Just like, know that no one disagreed with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I made a face. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> was in, it in, positive in, or negative though? <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, okay, fair enough. There's, but I there's, took my glasses off. I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> but there's usually Can't like a player who is like, oh, that player Literally is going to win, the, win yeah. the best on. And you can tell early. And Luckins was enormous. But you could easily have given it to anyone else in the back line. You could have given it to O'Dwyer. You could have given it to Wooshner. Like Bates, Anderson. Bates, Anderson. Like there was, you could have given it to about probably 10 or 12 players at Brisbane. And I think. Eh, I get your point though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, a real team effort. Yeah. And that's what I think. Sean. Champion team, their team of right. champions. Stasevich, one hell of a coach. Oh, king. Five seasons, three grand finals. I really liked his- Gutted by expansion. Yeah. Right. Bounce back. The thing that he has over a lot of other coaches is that he was in Queensland's talent pathway before AFLW existed. Yeah. That's why Courtney Hodder is on that list because yeah. he and Bree Brock yeah. were working with that talent when they were 12, 13 years old. So by the time it came to drafting these players or getting them back to the game, they knew that they existed because they cultivated that talent. And it's just such reward for a yep. lot of effort. I think it was also uh, his Twitter account after the – I think was it, it was Fark, wasn't it? Nah, Davidson. No, Davidson. That's right. Davidson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> jumped on him, yeah. Jumped yeah, on him. Yeah. And then he just said, Yes, she's always like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Do you see what I love? There's a there's a moment, and maybe you you will also love this short, but it's it's after the Arnell goal. So Arnell gets on the end of it, kicks it, and she sort of runs along and celebrates with the fans. And Dakota's behind her. Dakota stops celebrating with Arnell and turns around and just celebrates with the cheer squad <laughs> like she herself has just kicked a goal. She's the best. It's so fucking good. Best in the league. But also, when Ange Foley went down, Davidson was the one that was comforting her until the trainers yeah, could get yeah. there. So there's both sides to her. And Future captain. Um, there's a Big time. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably every week. Gemma was wisely like, she's not ready yet. And we were like, all right, Gemma. <laughs> yes. She's there's, not ready yet, but yeah, she will be. She will be. There, there's a video of her post-match as well, and I think she's talking to Jade Allinger. She's like got Jade Allinger by the face, and she goes, you're a champion to her. And- Jade Truth. Ellinger is a player who doesn't get talked about by anyone, and no. it was really nice to see her there acknowledging a player that other people probably don't even recognize that, who yeah. she is. Sounds like a big captain's speech. Yeah. <laughs> rarely, rarely mentioned on this show just because of how many other stars Brisbane have, but fuck, she's been good. She Talia play every game this year? Has, and so has Talia Hickey. And yeah. she, she Hickey's had great. Tw- Hickey from 55 will live in my memory forever. <laughs> in round one, yeah. yeah. Um, t- 21 hitouts, most on the ground, her yeah. career best as well. Awesome. She's 20. The, the, oh, that team's pretty fucking young. Yeah. A lot of them are young. Are, yep. you, are you thinking maybe back Dynasty? to back? Yeah. <laughs> Dynasty. Hey, mate, Craig Stasevich worked with Lee Matthews during the three-peat, mate. He knows what it takes. <laughs> uh, now, I think he was our high performance yep. manager at the time. Yeah. Oh, geez, I tell you what, the it's performance was high. <laughs> uh, 20 years Also since told too, Jeff Kennett to get fucked. So well, hey! always <laughs> words were back off. But, uh, yeah, we read was, between the lines. They were venomous. Yeah. 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 Back, this, get. I don't know if you saw it. Off, fucked. fucked. <laughs> Jeremy, you would be across this. Um, Jeff Kennett's whinging about Hawthorne getting their team next year. And Starsevich is like, but do, but do you remember, pump the brakes. Do you remember the exact <laughs> words that Kennett used? Oh, uh, discrimination or something? Discrimination of the highest order if yeah. they don't get their team next yeah. year. Yeah. And it's like- Says ex- the team mm. who didn't apply. Yeah. The first Shut 
the fuck up, yeah. Jeff Kennett, you old. Well, that's what Starsevich <coughs> said. Cunt. He was like, "Well, where were you when we applied for licenses?" <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think, I think Luckens, I think, was sitting next to him, just be like, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Two medals, baby. <laughs> I'm the king. I love it. She's so just soft-spoken and just, yes. just a legend. She's also the reason Jade Pujali's playing footy again. Oh, yeah. If it weren't for Luckens, Jade Pujali wouldn't be playing. I wonder if Luckens is captain next year. Why not? Yeah. We should. I don't know if we mentioned this already. I was buzzing. Um, Zilke retired. Mm, huge. Legend. The most nonchalant retirement Ever, yeah. Anyone's ever great. seen? I won. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're asked about the injury, and she's like, "Ah, oh, it doesn't really matter because I'm I'm done anyway." <laughs> it was my last game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was great because it was one of those things where apparently, if they hadn't have won, she would have gone again. Well, she wasn't 100 percent sure, but yeah, she said, "I made the decision that if we won, that's it." Yeah. I don't know what would have happened if not, but yeah, fucking legend. Yeah. yeah. Huge for Queensland footy. Massive. Like this is this is clearly for me. This is the most important. That was the most important day. In Brisbane's history since 2003, I think. Yep. Yep. Far, like easily. Probably 2001 even. No, no, I think because 2003, they won the flag. Two. Yeah, true. Yeah. I was going to say your one, first one was three. right. One. Yeah. Yeah, you don't discount a premiership. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, since 2003, Brisbane haven't done a lot of noteworthy things. After that, I think they made the finals in 09 and then again in 19. So this is clearly. Yep. So it's huge for the club. And the team was so, I know I said this before, but so exciting. Mm. Like, fucking hell. If I was any other team in the league, I'd be shitting myself. Yep. And it's just. Yeah, because that's the thing. They're not old. No. Like, this is a very new list because they had to rebuild from the ground up. They've got that that senior core. And like mm. we mentioned earlier, they have eight players who are there from from five years ago when we started. Well, it's seven now. Or seven, yeah. Thank you, Zilke. Um, but you. do you think Webb comes in for Zilke? Sort of just sort of slots into that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not exactly like for like, I suppose, but like. Um, oh well, the role Zilke's been playing recently is a little bit similar, and yeah. Webb is quite versatile. She, yeah. I mean, she fucking sorry, she rocked. I don't know why. I Did you just apologize for saying fuck? Just apologize saying fuck on this fucking show, Gemma. Fucking I hell, Jeff Kennett, an old cunt, like five <laughs> minutes ago. Fuck, Gemma. What the fuck? You could. This isn't. This isn't a legitimate thing. Like the other stuff you do. Bloody yeah. hell. In fact, any if anything, if you got some fucks you need to get out, now is the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Webb was rocking a lot in the yeah. first few years, so that shows how versatile she can be. So yeah. there's no fucking reason. Fucking versatile. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason why she couldn't. I mean, you know, a woman going through. Jim, are you more comfortable just say sparking instead? <laughs> oh, we haven't mentioned that. Can we yet, talk about that now? Let's go. Sparking. The yeah. tackle. The, oh, you, just. You don't like it's what that. I, that's um, when it happened. I think. I don't know who was the commentator. Might have even been Abby Holmes said that's the kind of play that wins you a premiership. That exact play when it's like four minutes to go, you're under the pump. Adelaide have been absolutely coming like a thunderstorm on the horizon. Good analogy. Bad analogy. Wow. <laughs> coming like a thunderstorm on the horizon. Freight train, Tom. Freight, Freight train, train show. Yeah. I went to say thunder train and I realised that's not a thing. <laughs> we would have made fun of you less. <laughs> um, in that in the, you can see the storm brewing and you know it's going to hit, so you just got to be ready. So uh, I saved it, I think. Uh, we'll let the audience decide. Oh, but just got a word. They disagree. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even got this fucking episode yet. It's going to be 48 hours before they even hear it. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's, that's your moment where, like, Adelaide were coming. Brisbane looked exhausted because they'd gone so hard in that third quarter and it was yeah. that time on, you know, late, late in the game. And 
Kathy Spark just went, get fucked, I'm winning a flag today. That was the moment that the game was won, absolutely. And that was the vibe at the ground, that that was the moment that it was it was over. It was like a full stop. Yeah. It's sorry, we all got very distracted because Sean's just checking, checking out, out his head. <laughs> I'm just saying what else needs to be done. It's I'm a little bit at the back, I think. We're I think. talking about Brisbane winning a flag and you're more distracted by your head. No, I'm absolutely I'm 100% in this conversation all the way. <laughs> I can I can multitask. Um, Ruby Spark won the sprint at halftime. Yep. Very quick. What do you know of her? Because I haven't seen much of her play. She didn't play. Obviously, she didn't play this year. She's a different player to Kathy, but equally as tough. Yeah. So very quick. Kathy's obviously quite quick as well, but she's more of an outside <laughs> player, more of a running half back. Than, um, can you see her getting a game next year? Well, I mean, if Shani Webb doesn't get up, then why not yeah. into that silky spot? Jesus. And then you've and got to think Arnell about- as well. There's no Lauren Arnell too. Well, yeah. also um, Farquharson, she has had a wrist injury. That's why she hasn't played. Holly Postlewaite. Postlewaite, that she'll be a while off, I think, because that's an ACL. That is um, but there's a number of players that are sitting. Player. I mean, Maria Maloney hasn't been in the side. She was an emergency. Rianne Lug. Uh, Gabby Collingwood. She's coming back from an ACL as well. DJ so. Collingwood, get her in the team. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, th- you've got this, – this is, I think, the scary thing for every other player in the comp is that you're going to lose two stars yeah, and you've got a dearth of choices. To yeah, and we'll bring them. more in. And you'll bring more in. Maybe, I don't know. I, I'm open to snagging a Kalinda from Crosstown. <laughs> I don't know why they don't have a huge She's already crack. been there, get mate. Her back. Have it, no, get her back. Get her back. Have a huge swing. Do you want, do you want to win a flag, Kalinda? Yeah. <laughs> she had a bit you're of, not going to win one there. She had a bit of an off year. Let's bring her back. She was playing up the field, though, because nah, they needed bring midfielders. Yeah, we want goals. Um, Imagine her and Courtney Hodder in the same... Imagine, imagine a forward line. And Zimmy. That's, yeah. yeah, what? Courtney Holler, Zimmy, Kalinda, Dakota, yep. and then Woosh just turns up Wardlaw. every now and again. Fucking hell. Wardlaw's still so young. Yep. Yeah, she's 20. Like she Jesus had Christ. a massive start to the year and then just sort of, I don't know, did her role change slightly, do you think? I get Even the Dakota, feeling. Like Dakota was kicking a lot more goals earlier in the year and then it was more defensive mindset. Yeah, I think they sacrificed because when Wushner came in, the dynamic of that forward line changed. Yeah. But I think it was very much a sacrifice your game to help the team. So yeah. Dakota Davidson on the weekend, she didn't kick a goal. She only had five touches, but she stopped Sarah Allen from being able to do. I think Sarah Allen only had three rebound fifties, which her. is something that she typically has. I think nearly yeah. seven a game. So you know, sacrifice your game for the team, and you get that result. It's like talking about Tegan Cunningham this year. Everyone's like, why isn't she kicking more goals? But she was playing a role that allowed the team to be better. Yeah. Um, and, that's how, and, that's, and that's that's how you win flags. Exactly. Look, if you're an Adelaide supporter, there was one huge move that I very much respected and loved and oh. got very, 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 very scared for Brisbane in the last quarter when it happened, which was uh, their captain whose name has escaped Chelsea me. Randall. Chelsea Randall. Don't oh, I forgot yeah. That. This is out of the Carno textbook. <laughs> this was fun. Oh. I don't know if because you were at the game. I, I heard know. about it. Yeah. So... Three-quarter time speech. Coach does his thing. Then, obviously, uh, Chelsea Randall had been injured last week, so yep. she couldn't play in the grand final. Cushion, 12 Cushion. days, couldn't play. Can we just, before you we'll, dive into I think that. We'll get back to that in a minute because that's a big thing we'll talk about. Yeah. Yep. You finish this, then we'll talk about how Chelsea Randall rules in another way too. So, Chelsea Randall uh, isn't allowed on the ground, obviously. Uh, apart from the concussion rule, she just wasn't a listed player because of the concussion rule. So she wasn't labeled stepped foot on the ground. But what Adelaide did was they came to her on the boundary and she gave a captain's speech at three-quarter time from behind the boundary line. 
And it was huge. And it clearly worked. Like, Adelaide came out absolutely fucking firing. How could, the- how could you not? Yeah. That's powerful. It was a huge, very big, big coach Bombay energies. This is what big I Ted don't Lasso understand. Vibes. I would do, if I was a coach, obviously you don't do it every week. It loses its meaning. You've got to do this. How come we don't see this? Bring your players at three-quarter time down in front of the goal square where the cheer squad is. Fire up. Mark Williams did it once with Port Adelaide. Fuck. Did they win? Yep. You betcha. I can't remember the result, but they did win. <laughs> they definitely won. I remember huge. thinking, one day when I'm the best coach in the world, that's the fucking move. Flying V yep. and drag them to the boundary line. I, I, it's good shit. I do love those, like, you hear stories of, like, captain speeches that's very good all the time in big games that aren't, like, long-winded, mm-hmm. just, like, short ones that are just, like, just just keep going. Yep. So we got them. Let's go. Oh, you like that? I love, I love, I love. No, no, no. That's different. the opposite of what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Different speeches. That's downplaying it. Yeah, but, it's like, different motivational no, 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 factors. Tom, Tom, on this show we respect the fire-up speech. Yeah. Yep. Which is what Chelsea Randall did. Yeah. Also, hero for her stance during the week, which I res- I couldn't respect anymore. Ah, huge. Realised... Sean, in the same way that Tex Walker has been playing well because someone told him it's not about him, Chelsea yes. Randall didn't need anyone to tell her that. She was like, me being concussed and missing a grand final is not about me. Yeah. Uh, I think the it's actual quote setting was, an example for the yep, lower, that's right. you know, lower levels of footballers. Local and footy and stuff yeah, like that. Um, Gemma, you might correct this one. I think she said that she played at a local level and someone had been concussed a week earlier, came out and played the following week, died on the field in front of her, basically. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah she took it really seriously and there were a lot of – Male play, ex players that were coming. Let's name out. him. All right, Nick let's go. Saying fuckhead. Nick Rewald. I'd challenge it. I'd take it to the Supreme yeah. Court. Yeah. Nick, Nick Rewald. But big that, fuckhead. His his huge thing is like fuckhead. fuckhead. If I felt okay to play, I would play. I understand concussion. Your mate Matty Lloyd mm-hmm. um, had a big dig at Nick Rewald. So did Kane Corns. Yeah, Jesus. but the Matty Lloyd ones because Kane Corns has a dig at everything. Matty Lloyd's one was good, and then Nick Rewald had a dig back and said that it was lazy by Lloyd. Jesus. And then Lloyd's like, no, no. I talked to club doctors. The twelve day thing is for a reason. It's all to do like the, the science behind yeah. it. Yeah, they um, haven't just picked in that twelve day period. Your time. brain is more vulnerable to um to fur- you know to getting hurt. Yeah, anymore, injured, basically. Yeah. I, and yeah, and Nick Rewalt's thing is like, no, no, I understand. Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, clearly you don't. No, I, and you're a fuckwit. It's, it's just such a like. It's it's not. Uh, it's dangerous. You know what? When I look at that photo of Nick Rewalt qu- crying, I'm gonna feel better now. Yeah, think, I think feel like good this. about Chris Scott trying to kill him on the field that time. <laughs> I mean, I always and feel Mal good Michael. about that every time I think about yeah. it. But I will also say this. We talk about on this show that uh, you win a premiership, you're a good bloke. Uh, Chelsea Randall's got two. Nick Rewald's got, uh, oh, none. None. So uh, oh, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. If Nick Rewald wanted uh, to win a flag, he'd be a good bloke. If Nick Rewald wanted to win a flag, he would have been a good bloke and been like, no, yes, it would be disappointing to not play in a grand final because of concussion, but it is not about me. As a guy who fucking played... With Justin Kaczynski, who has had so many issues with concussion. Guy collapsed on TV. Surely you'd be more fucking... And people are like, oh, that's not what he meant. No, no, no. Well, did, did, then what did he mean? Nick Rewalt's like, no, no, I take it very seriously. I get a, he gets like a brain scan every 12 months. Yeah. It's like, well, then how, how do you not understand how dumb you are? Because when they scan his brain, they go, oh, fuck, there's nothing there. Peroxide makes his head. But that, every 12 months, they're looking to see if it's there. Yeah. yeah he's Hoping a for a different idiot. result. Good to hear that Lloydie was on the right side of history. Well done, Lloydie. Yeah. Velvet Sledgehammer strikes again. Yeah. (laughs) This time with words, which is nice. Mm. I don't mind Lloydie. Yeah. Uh, He's growing on me. I think that he. Until he says dumb shit. But for. Okay. For now. I watched the very chaotic Sunday footy show, which, as we know, is. like 12 white men. It's dumb as shit. Occasionally, one of us will catch it in the morning on a Sunday and just be like, what the fuck is (laughs) this show? It's incredible that that show A gets funding and B is a regular. 
Like I don't. It's it's the most unprofessional. Oh, how two hours of t- I don't know. Yeah. It's an hour or two. It's, it's just Tony it's Jones getting bullied and being angry about it. It's like Tony, you oh, suck. Yeah. Shush. They're all Damien Barrett. Go However, away. one positive is that Matty Lloyd was working there, so he couldn't be at his son's first footy game. And they sent like a Channel Nine camera crew to like film and show Matty Lloyd the oh. clips. And so you got to watch Lloydy watching his son play for the first time. He was tearing up. It was nice. Oh, it was that's, good TV. That's right. That's and good then stuff. it was Bill farting and being a fuckwit, and then he turned it off. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's so. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, yeah, all right, how good's footy? That's uh, pretty bold of you to go after people just screaming over the top of each other. There is, at most, in the rarest of instances, five of us. Most of the time, four. Absolute max. Regular episodes, three people. They have fucking, I think, seven panelists. Yeah. That's fucked. But also, I want to point out that at no point do we operate under the illusion where we're being paid, A, as much as them, B, uh, <laughs> being trotted out as experts. We're not experts. Mm. And yet none of us have ever said Gemma, anything Gemma's as Gemma is oh, actually. Yeah. Well, no, no. None of the three of us are experts. No, no. Gemma is an expert special mm. comments guest today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas we're just like absolute fucking idiots. But we don't pretend we're not idiots. Whereas those guys are trotted out as like experts on football and they're just not. And we don't we don't say dumb well, we say dumb shit, but not in the same level of dumb shit as them, yeah. I feel. I will say that watching Matthew Lloyd watch his son play footy, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that is that nice. nice. It was good stuff. Gemma, what was the vibe like at Adelaide Oval? That's what I want to know. It was interesting. I'd never been to Adelaide Oval before. Oh, greatest um, oval in the world. Did you have a seat or did you That's... stand on the famous hill? I was up in a... In um, the seats, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, no, a, no, press in a box. box. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, you, you missed did that, that earlier. Yeah. No, you did, yeah. That's, yeah, wow. The hill was, the hill uh, was being used as a stage for... Geez, must be nice. Bloody hell. Ah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. She was good. Um, so was Sarah McLeod, who no one knew was going to play, and then was playing. And yeah. Sick. Okay, great. She's doing some super Jesus. Yeah, it was. People really enjoyed it. I, what was I, the crowd split? You reckon? Oh, ninety five percent Adelaide. <laughs> I, you, and could, the, you could tell because when the siren went, it was pretty empty. <laughs> Brisbane, there was mostly just their behind families the behind the goals. Yeah, um, I love I when got, they ran over to them at the end. Yeah, I got the and vibe. The song again. Yeah, I got yeah. the vibe from watching on TV that yeah, it was ninety five Adelaide, maybe more because. It was just silent anytime Brisbane kicked a goal. Was it really? See, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it, it was, was really so because I was screaming. Except for yep. the Courtney Hodder one. That's um, interesting. Because everyone just went, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. So I was sitting in one of the boxes, and and you can see through the glass to the other ones. And it was one of the radio calls. I can't remember which one it was. That was the, right next to us. And there were five of us in in the one I was in. When she kicked that, we all kind of stood up and had our hands up, and so did they. And we were just kind of looking at each other, like, "What did we just?" <laughs> like, it was such a strange feeling, but that they, the crowd went nuts for that because that was just you have to appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, had they awarded goal of the year prior to that goal? It's not from finals. Yeah, yeah they I don't. Say. Which I think is a mistake. Jason what? Bennett thinks it's a mistake. I mm. think that this could be potentially the uh, Norm Smith Medal all over again. Yeah, right. They need to change it. Uh, we were talking about how the Norm Smith. You, okay, you aren't. You know exactly what's going on. I don't need to explain <laughs> yeah. it. And the yeah. listeners presumably listened to last week's episode. Imagine if this is again. Imagine if this is your first episode of How Good's Footy. It's just know? wild. <laughs> <laughs> I I probably need to go again at some point. I think you do. Do you want me to have a little time? No, I'll wait till we talk about the men's. There's a lot of rubbish. I games. don't think we're going to. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I want to hear more about the game. Like being, sorry, the ground, being at the ground. Because I, yeah, like Tom said, we like Adelaide Oval. Get a rug and Josh at the really, Adelaide Oval. I didn't eat there, but it's very, a very cool ground. It was mm. very well set up. Like, What's the parking like? 
<laughs> that, that's, I'm genuinely, I do want to know. Just in case. Yeah. You are the oldest man in the world. <laughs> oh, what's the, uh, how was the vibe? Yeah, how was the vibe being at the grand final? No, no, but- Sean's team played in the grand final. What was the parking situation? <laughs> no, no, I'm 75. I do want to know, was the parking okay? Uh, yeah, I did. It's in a weird-ish spot for parking. See, Tom, people want to talk about it. <laughs> it's just grass outside. How far do you have to walk? Not far. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. That's On a good ground. ground. It's also easy well. to get to. Well, though. no, just, sorry, it's better. Like, if you've ever been to the Gabba, absolute shit show. Fucking nightmare. There isn't even a car park. I mean, MCG and Eddie Had are also dog shit for parking. Eddie Had's 40 Eddie bucks. Eddie Had's got the un- well, underground is at 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you know what you want. You want the uh, GMHBA stadium, park near the tennis court for free and walk to the stadium about Didn't 10 minutes. Didn't know that. Only time I've parked at GMHBA, I walked about 20 minutes. This is the most crazy tonal whiplash. <laughs> I've ever had on this show. Next Where's- time I go down to GMHBA, I'm going to um, hit you up for some parking tips. Right. And if you've got any parking <laughs> tips, email the show. We want all grounds covered. Yeah, we want to know how to park at. Although Optus, I don't think has any parking. The only way to get there, and same with Metricon, is via. A well, same with the Gabra, I think it's train. Yeah. Shuffle. What was the parking at uh, Mars like? Mars. Um, no, very good. Great. There's parking in front that was taken when we got there. Around the corner, walked for maybe you, less than five minutes. You can probably park behind the goals at Mars and yeah. keep your horn when the goal goes about there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. <sighs> yeah. You should be able to Adelaide Oval having a hill. They should, should be able to park there. You yeah. should be able to have like a special <laughs> ticket where you can bring your car in and you get to park like you're at a suburban footy game and, and beep your, your horn yeah. when a goal but if is you, scored. But if you don't beep your horn when a yeah, goal is kicked, you, you get a vic- yeah. They tow your car. Oh, oh yeah, that's nah, good. No, tow it. They slash your tires. No, 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 they no. tow round. it to the wrecker. Yeah. One round a year where it's at like a local ground where you can park your car. The only thing is, you put any footy game at a local ground, anywhere where I can get close enough to the goal umpire to whisper in his ear, I'm mm. gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Why the goal umpire? She's closest. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I did when we were at that Hawthorne game this year, I did want to tell David Roden he looked tough as. We did, yeah. I mean, yeah. David Roden is an impressive man. Mm, big boy. I'm a big fan of him. Big fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you're that's in a box. Hey, a- that's exciting. Why am yeah. I here? <laughs> we're asking questions. You provided an answer about the parking. Was it, it a, was- a corporate box or a media box? Media. Do they provide what like snacks and stuff when you're in the media box? You said you didn't eat at the game, so I'm going to guess no. But do they provide? Is it like, you know? Yeah, I just didn't. I was distracted by yeah. But they do put stuff out? Yeah. What's we, want, stuff? we want to know what the spread was. This is like inside. No one, no one gets didn't to know this. Look. That's yeah. huge. Can't have been that impressive. Yeah. I would have been all over it. What was the view like from the media box? I mean, I got to see play develop, which is all I've How many people uh, in the media box? Uh, there was five and Jenna's. One I was in, there were five. Okay, yeah. So no one in front of you or anything? Yeah, great. So good when you view. say you got to see play develop, it means you've got a good view and you can watch play setting up behind the ball, which is your dream. Yeah, that's yeah. all I ever want. You don't want to be ground level. No. Because you no. can't see where that Ground level shit. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. I think it's overrated. Except for that grand final we went to. Which was the best seat in the house. Best seat in the world. But <laughs> It depends on what you go to football for. Normally I want to be level three on the wing probably is ideal. Where we were for Brisbane Collingwood. It was pretty good, yeah. 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 What's your ideal seat at the ground? What? Are you excited by the turn that this episode has taken, Gemma? We're just curious. Yeah, I am, we want to know. I am but, curious to know that because that's well. like the kind of okay. So I know you don't watch much movie. Uh, you're not a big cinema person. Yeah. But Roger Ebert, who is a very famous film critic, probably the most famous, he's had, like the uh, the uh, Dennis Comedy of movies. Yeah. R.I.P. He is yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. We'll Rest just in peace. throw that out. Yeah, um, but he's Dennis Comedy's alive. Yeah, yeah. D- Dennis Comedy lives on. Yeah. Uh, live Roger, Roger Ebert doesn't, but no. Roger Ebert, like a thing, he revealed like where his favorite seat in the cinema was, and people still talk about it because mm. it's fucked. It's the dumbest seat anyway, in the movie theater. 
He sits back row on the right-hand side. Fucked. Anyway, I so, don't mind that. Just going to throw that, that out there. Fun. We can discuss that on iCramps, another <laughs> podcast we do. Anyway, so Gemma, what if, if you had the pick of any seat in the ground, where would you want to sit? In that media box you sat in? Anywhere that I can see the whole ground. Yeah, yeah. so you want to see the whole play unfold. Yeah. Do you? Are you in that camp? Preferably away from people. Um, okay. Yeah, good. No, I respect that. Are you, are you in the camp? There was an article, maybe you shared it with to me, but there was an article written by someone last year about how they're using the same camera angles as they used when Ron yes. Casey first started doing it back in whatever. Yes. Are you like, no, give us behind the goals, please, all the time? Behind the, the goals time. or just give us the top angle, don't zoom in as much. Like, yeah. Just let us see everything or give us the Was option it? to see everything. You've got KO now. Yeah. The, how much does it cost to have the extra camera angle? And the cameras are always filming. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the clubs get streams of that into yeah. their coaches' box and stuff. Um, was it the Essendon Sydney game where the camera angles were the most fuck? Like it was like they'd zoomed in twice oh, as close. Yeah, it was because there was a passage of play where it just looked like there was the ball like was kicked <laughs> and just traveling in was like, where's this going? And then just a player appeared. It's like, oh, from a wider angle, that would be a good kick. Yeah, work experience, kid, probably. Gemma, <sighs> I got a question just on grounds, just while we're in that realm. <laughs> What's your favourite ground to watch football at, excluding, obviously, Magic Time at Casey Fields? <laughs> Which is where the magic happens, obviously. Yeah, Magic Time. Yeah. It's it's, a, don't let magic influence your choice. Yeah. Because uh, we know that that's number one. So what's your second favourite ground well, to watch footy at? it depends on what I'm watching footy for. Uh, you what? Go, okay, okay what? interesting. No, no, that's in, so what Break do you that watch? down into subcategories. Yeah, what do you watch that's footy for? a weird for? statement. I, do you know what I love? I love that this has just turned into like a fucked job interview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We've gone look. from... Sh- this, this episode has gone from shaving a man's head, <laughs> talking about how good Brisbane are, mentioning briefly one thing about Adelaide, that's all they deserve. Um, if they wanted to be talked about more, they would have won. Uh, and then it's just turned into let's interview Gemma about things she likes at the footy. And you well, know what? I'm just I, fucking love it. I'm yeah. just curious. I'm curious too. I want to hear the answer. Yeah, me too now. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Well, I like the SCG because Interesting. it's one of the few places where being a woman in a men's footy crowd is comfortable for me. Cool. No, that's, that's absolutely fair. Valid. Um, we, we, we were saying the other day. Let her finish, Tom. I don't know. Go on. You don't have the floor, Tom. <laughs> No, you have the floor. I'm so sorry. Sorry, you have the floor. The- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. But do, do you find the, the pivot jarring? So between going to a women's game and a men's game, because I'm oh, a yeah. dude and I find it jarring. Yeah. yeah. So I can only imagine what it feels like for you. I haven't been to a men's game since middle of 2019. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little bit scared to go to one this year. And, yeah, I don't know when I will. I, maybe some Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, Melbourne, Richmond. Ooh. But Richmond right. crowds scare the crap out of me because yeah, that's yeah. where I often get abused. So, yeah, I don't I think know. I think going to go to a footy game with Hagrid's footy. We like to fight. <laughs> I got Sean's got a shaved head. He looks like he's in a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, I'd be happy to fight. I got told last Sydney-Richmond game I went to, I got told to shut up and go back to therapy, you fat dyke. <laughs> Yeah, cool. What yeah. a cool what thing to yell fuck? at someone. Yeah, that was in 2019. I, let's go to a game. Let's go to a game with Gemma. <laughs> yeah. I can, if, it's a, if Sydney play a Melbourne, I mean, you've probably got way more connections than I do. A couple weeks. I think my head's aerodynamic enough to headbutt now. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm going, yeah. yeah, I reckon it is. Sydney Melbourne's happening in a couple of weeks though. It's at the MCG. Can you? Can you yeah, absolutely. Done. Are we going to Sydney Melbourne? Yeah, I'm in. Sounds good. I'm making yep. a promise before looking at the dates, but yes. Yep. I'm going to Essendon Carlton, which is also at the MCG on the 2nd of May. Let's go. Okay. Done. Done. Easy. Jeremy I mean, that, that won't clash because they're not going to be playing no, I know. the Sydney-Melbourne game. The same day, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. not, no. 
Um, we'll even go for Sydney. Yeah, I've seen discourse online about how even double header games are really intense because the women's game ends and then the crowd just gets feral. Mm. Yeah, or the men are the men's fans arrive earlier and are either disrespectful or distracted, so it ruins the vibe of the crowd. Yeah. Yuck. So, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> It's really weird because I obviously love men's footy as mm. much as I love women's footy. Yeah. Um, but it makes it really hard to advocate for it when that's the impression people get going from one to the other. Mm. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people have come back to footy because the AFLW exists mm. and they then try to transition into supporting a men's team as well and it's just terrifying to yeah. them. Yeah. And it's – yeah, so I'm, I'm quite uh, nervous to go to a men's game mm-hmm. this year. Yep. It's, I think that issue is something that the AFL doesn't fucking understand about its two products. Yeah, say products. That's a very no, no, yeah, bad or, way of describing it. But if right, they though. do, they don't care. Yep, because the the men's game will keep making money. The fans will keep turning up to the AFLW. But I don't think, I th- I think they they're they're getting better at it. But I think they I don't think they realize that the fans of one might not even be the fans of the other. Yeah, and that you've got a completely different audience base who care about different things at the football. Yep. I imagine being a Brisbane supporter of the Adelaide Oval on. Saturday, while it would have been intimidating, it wouldn't have felt as bad as being a West Coast supporter at the MCG in that Collingwood West Coast. Well, no, it wouldn't have even felt as bad as being a Brisbane supporter at an Adelaide men's home game. Correct. Which would be fucking dangerous and feral, I imagine. Not having been to that ground, but I can just imagine. I've never been to an Adelaide game. I've been to plenty of Port Adelaide games there. Port Adelaide fans are lovely. And we've used Yeah, I mean, every club has fuckheads. They do. Um, do. Brisbane included. So SCG for men's because it's just a safer environment, which is probably the best reason for any ground to be a favorite. Yeah. Except for magic time, obviously, because of magic time. That's excluded for obvious reasons. Magic. Um, Any other grounds stand out as highlights? Other than that, if I can see the whole ground, I don't mind. Mm. I feel like Icon Icon Park would be good for that, right? Uh, You can't quite get high enough. Ah, okay. What you're saying is when we go – to the footy to see Melbourne and Sydney. I should be getting level tickets three. on level four. I like the MCG top level, that if you're going to watch the game for um to understand the game and not just like be a fan and want to be close to the action, MCG top level is the best you can possibly get. Because yeah. the ground is beautiful, it's a huge stadium, um, and you can actually see everything from that top level. Yeah. And often yeah. if it's not as busy you can get away from dickheads up there. Yeah. You also can. that. Yeah. Which, you know, Sydney Melbourne games at the MCG, generally there's not too many people there. Yeah. Yeah. Dickhead free. Perfect. Well, no, not not strictly. Until the three of us roll in. <laughs> and then oh. the dickhead quotient will increase 90%. <laughs> yeah. If we if we go to that game, you guys have to wear Sydney merch. Ah, I will. Um, I will. Easy. You have oh, yeah. No, it's You'll be fine. Hey, I'm all for a big, I'm a badge fan. I'm happy to provide. Oh yeah, no, oh, I get yeah. behind. I get behind the cause. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy a fuck, badge. Fuck Melbourne. Did I say earlier like. my granddad was Melbourne? <laughs> He's Sorry. dead for a reason. Sorry, Pop. <laughs> You've been gone for too long. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather, Melbourne supporter as well. Was he? Mm. Is still? Yes. Yep. Dead. Dead. Sorry, mm. my died before I was born. My apologies. Again. Oh, so long ago. Nelly <laughs> <laughs> said, "Doesn't calling- matter." <laughs> <laughs> are you calling me old now? <laughs> long ago. <laughs> So <laughs> there was an AFLM uh, round this week. Oh, yeah. and Sorry, just before we get into that bullshit, Emma, you're my hero. Huge. Oh my god! Oh, we talked about that yet? League, no, we league teacher. That whole. I, I love the medals thing because 
especially with this one, you just got so much um, story about every yep. every player. I nearly said every character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a TV show. Yeah. Give them all. A, give them a logie. Every player. Um, Do you get behind that? Do you reckon AFL players and AFL, I mean AFLM and AFLW players should be uh, eligible for a gold logie as they are TV personalities? Yeah. I have no horse in this race. Gemma says Gemma. yes. Gemma yes, says she's yes. on board. Can you imagine? Just let me paint you a picture, Gemma. It's Logie night. They're announcing the, you know, the gold Logie, and there's a, a, a surprise nominee, but they're not going to reveal who it is. And there's like fucking Scotty Cam is reading out the nominees. Final nominee is like Dane Rampy, and he's just like for climbing on the goal slides post. in on the goalpost, <laughs> <laughs> and then I try and find him. <laughs> breaks his hand and foot somehow in some <laughs> cooked way. How about the Swans and all the fucked up injuries they've got at the hey, moment? Hey, you love it. Of look, the, their look. most important players. To be fair, one of them did that to himself. <laughs> Huh? Heaney, don't punch people in the face. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even seen that. That's yeah. how... Oh, idiot. Yeah. He hurt himself. We're talking, men's, we're talking men's football now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, this round, uh, men's football, nothing to say. Nah. The, okay, look. There's a Stuff couple, happened. A couple of things. Sydney gave you a heart attack for the second week in a row, but unfortunately this time it was a fatal heart attack. Uh, you guys didn't get across the line in the end. I think well, you're unlucky. I was driving while doing this. Uh, um, well, that's back to Melbourne. Lucky. Uh Tom Hickey being injured uh, is structurally – he's structurally one of the most important players to the team, him and Rampy. Mm-hmm. So having both of them injured for the next few weeks is problematic for And Sydney. Buddy. Buddy less so because he uh, – You played better without him. He's amazing, but they can cover him. But structurally, Dane Rampy and Tom Hickey are the yeah, – You yeah, don't have another Dane. They're the most important players to the side. Hickey's been fucking awesome He's so been far brilliant. So yeah. Sinclair will come in, but I think Sydney plays better with a tap ruck than they do someone like Sinclair. The only, so it's not quite going to be the same. The only team I'd be worried about in the next four weeks for you is Melbourne. We have Geelong. Sorry? Yeah, I didn't It's at the on. SCG, and have you seen the way we're playing at the moment, Gemma? We have Gold Coast. Yep. Again, have you seen the way they don't have a ruckman? You could play no one and be fine. You've got <laughs> Gold McLean. You've got Gold Coast, Geelong, then you've got Melbourne, and then you've got Collingwood. Oh, okay, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you're three and one. We're currently four and one. No, but I mean seven and two. The- I get what you mean. I get it. I'm just I'm I came in today with the intention to fuck with you, and I did that before we even started yeah. recording. So yeah, yeah. It was a pleasant surprise. But basically every game of the AFLM minus the uh, Sydney, the Battle of the Bridge. That's what they Battle of the right? Bridge. Battle of the Bridge. Um, I, I was saying before, Jimmy, you're unlucky. And do you know why you're unlucky? Why? At three-quarter time, potentially even half-time based on how the game's – no, before the game, <laughs> Josh Kelly was watching the uh, the grand final and saw Courtney Hodder kick that goal and went <laughs> – I want to have a crack at that. Yeah. And unfortunately for you, he had a chance to have a crack at yep. that and he nailed it. Yeah. Um, which you haven't seen because you didn't watch the game. I was listening to it as I was driving because we jumped in the car. I listened to the second half. It'll yep. it'll break your heart, but I also know that the person who loves watching field moves in you will love it because before the ball is even bounced, Josh Kelly starts at the back and just takes off. Like yep. He's like, but I believe we're winning this ruck. Gemma, don't, don't even watch it. Just move on with your life. No, but <laughs> that's feel why Longmire was so pissed off because one of the midfielders had to have accountability for him and they didn't. So yep. that Sydney yep. lost it more than GWS won it. Uh, but, yeah, basically this week, Thursday night, St. Kilda, dead. Oh, Jesus. Uh, lost by 86 points. Yeah. Friday night, Collingwood, dead. Jordan Degoe broke his nose. Mm, real sad. Oh. Love to see it. <laughs> Dom Sheed. Oh. It was Tim Kelly. 
No, Dom no, Sheedy no, kicked just, three. Kicking oh, three in well, about Oscar a Allen and Jack Darling each kicked five. I'm sure doing against Collingwood is just very fucking funny. Yeah, Three that. in a row is also funny. Yeah, within the space of like five minutes. Two, it was two minutes. Two minutes on the clock. All three of them? Yeah. Yep. He kicked the last time with 10 to go. 10 um, seconds to go. Yeah, because two were just pretty much center clearances that just went straight down his throat. And then the, I was listening to this as well. Yeah. yeah. And then the last time was like it was a throw in, uh, kind of bubbled around, got handballed to him. He just went, yeah, off one step, snapped it through. 10 seconds to go. And it was when Collingwood were close-ish still. Like yep. West Coast hadn't quite got away yet. It was great. Kicking three goals in a row really uh, fucked with them. Also, uh, playing sw- Darcy Moore at full forward also fucked with them <laughs> when Jeremy Howe also went down. They're going to keep doing it. Yep. Darcy and- Moore, they've said they're going to persist with that. If you're Darcy Moore, you it's go. cost him an Australian jacket. He should have, he should have left. He should have gone to Sydney. Uh, also, Swamp Thing keeps posting a very, very funny stat that I've seen all over everything. And yeah, sure, people could say, yeah, but connotations at the time, blah, 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 blah. But Dom Sheed went for draft pick number 11 and Collingwood had pick 10. Yeah. Right. You so love good. to see it. Very In funny. case anyone can't tell, Swamp is an antagonist. What? <laughs> what a shock. I can't believe that. He fights people just as much as we do. Yeah, he does. But he does it with stats, whereas yeah. we do it with words Stupidity. and anger. <laughs> getting too loud. He loves to do it. Uh, then we've got Saturday, Western Bulldogs just killed Gold Coast. Um, yeah. Sean and I were talking about this off air, but... Western Bulldogs weak to uh, not kill them by 100 points. Uh, honestly, it made me throw up. It's <laughs> disgusting. Bond could have kicked 30. Don't tease me with a 200-point win and then just take your foot off. It's Honestly, if, they, if they're serious about winning the flag, they should sack Bevo. <laughs> the Dogs haven't played anyone genuinely threatening except the Eagles, though, have they? Yeah. And that includes Brisbane. Their percentage – sorry. <laughs> <laughs> their percentage is quite high, but, like, they played North – yeah. They played Gold Coast yep. and they played Collingwood, right? Yep. Easy draw. It's a disgrace. So really. far. Yeah. So let's We've temper our West expectations. Next week, which could be a tell. Uh, which is a fucked up rivalry and Western Bulldogs fans are going to lose their shit online for that. Don't worry. Can't wait. Um, they send what's his name in for the coin toss again? But then they've Haynes. Got, yeah. But then they've got Richmond. How'd that work out? Uh, go neither team. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Draw. Hopefully stadium opens up spoils them both. Draw. Um, I know. Oh. Your, I know your listeners hate it when I tip draws. Uh, no, I think we're more aggressive with the draws than our listeners. Uh, one thing I did forget to mention, and this is probably one of the only like four noteworthy things the men's comp this week. One being the Sydney GWS uh, game because that was close. Eh. Um, Hellhole Stadium is fucking back. There was oh, yeah. so many injuries on Friday night. <laughs> yep, Hellhole claimed three victims. Cost Jordan Degoey $10,000 as well. Dickhead. If only, you know, guys, he's, you know, he doesn't have a history of doing bad things and Did behaving he badly. He will surely, has to, yeah. has to get fined. Maybe they should just throw him in jail. Yeah, I reckon they should. That's yeah. a good middle ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, throw him in jail and then get him out of jail and he can have a commentary gig on Friday nights with Mike yeah. Carey. Um, yeah. Jeremy Howe's in my fantasy team, so that is annoying mm. that he's injured. But also, he's a fuckhead. Tom and that- Cole. It's oh, my fault for going oh, Collingwood. Oh, his face yeah. got fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was... Hello, hungry for faces this week. <laughs> yeah. mm. Normally he loves knees and ankles. This week it's like, I would like to try <laughs> the face. It's building like a Frankenstein for all out of its injuries. <laughs> Eventually there's going to be a game where all of a sudden the ground's going to rumble and the ultimate footballer is going yeah. to rise It'll be beneath. during a fucking... Um... It'll be a Port Adelaide game. Can't wait for Charlie Dixon to hurt his dick at the ground. <laughs> and then it'll be like... And then you're just here, at last my creation is complete. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, well, yeah, next game. I mean, Port Adelaide just killed Carlton. 
Not yeah. killed, killed, but well, like... Well, I mean, the yeah. 28 points flatters Carlton. They were and, piss poor. And again, Annoying because we have to play them this week and everyone's everyone's diving in on them. Frustrating. Uh, uh, Brisbane just killed Essendon, but... Most atrocious weather I've seen. Yep. Joe. Uh, Joe had a huge, 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 25 huge 25 touches. Disposals, eight marks. Highest, highest of his career, goals. disposals-wise. And uh, another shocking stat that Gemma is absolutely going to hate, but currently, uh, after kicking four out of our five goals... <laughs> Kale Hooker is fifth for the Coleman. <laughs> Second week in a row. Good on him. Sitting at number five. He's coming for text. That that tells you how Essendon's going, doesn't it? They've got a big man up forward. They're taking marks and kicking goals. Joel, their performance worries me for Anzac Day because it was positive and then they. Well, they needed to be competitive. Didn't fire against a shot Brisbane against Brisbane. And then it's like but, they didn't adapt. Brisbane played for the weather and Essendon just thought they were going to play their normal game. It was a weird sort of game to yeah. watch. Uh, I also just get the fact that like our team was so inexperienced that. That was always going to happen. Yeah. Like, Lock, not Lockie necessarily Neal. the loss. I mean, Lockie like, Neal's back. That's big, big game by him. 33 touches? 38, I think. 38. Jesus. Yeah. Two goals. First time he's trained properly all year. Apparently. I think That's Lincoln McCarthy had 11 tackles. Yeah, he yeah, was McCarthy's fucking unreal. huge. He had a great game. Loves the wet. Yep. Um, Dan McStay was back, and it's he's so important to Brisbane. Just just for that yep. that extra person between yep. he's so half good. forward and forward. He'll help out heaps. I can't wait to play Carlton this week. It's going to be good. Big. Then we Adelaide lost to Fremantle. I would usually say it the other way around, but I misread it. Yeah. Um, yep. David Mundy. Yes. Oh, yeah. 900 years old. Still good. I said this in our Haggard's footy chat at halftime, and I stand by it. I think the wheels are falling off for Adelaide now. Yeah. They lost the. Yeah, they looked ordinary. I watched mm. a fair bit of that game. It's like not necessarily that this Hex game. won 3. Yeah, but like I just feel like. 2 the- 2. Didn't he kick 2 2? 2 3. Ah, there you go. Both wrong. Not enough. Yeah, um, he's still leading the Coleman, but with eh. twenty-two goals. Yeah, no. Um, Hook is coming for him. Hook is firing up the <laughs> engine. He's going to kick seven on Anzac Day. Mm. Who's still is, is Thingo still second? Who's Thingo? Jack Rewalt. Nope, that's not what I meant. Josh Bruce. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, Bruce. Well, kicking yeah. ten goals in one game will do that for yeah, you. Will. So the top five, because I know everyone's fucking dying to hear it. Kale Hook at number five. Yep. Harry McKay. Number four, Josh Bruce. Number three, Jack Rewalt. Number two, Tex Walker. Number one, Harry Mackay. Mackay, I apologize. Same shit. Do you want to know the top five all-time AFLW leading goal kickers? I tweeted that today. Can we guess? Go for it. All right. Did you see my tweet? I did. Did I? Can I guess all-time Vessio number one? Yeah, Yeah, Vessio. Phillips Uh, is number two. Forty-four goals. Phillips is number two. Forty-two goals. Houghton's fifth. Wushner. Wushner is third. third. So we need fourth. Uh, Ah. Yeah, it's um, it's your best, mate. Your favourite. Garner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who, yeah. That's that. She kicked the first goal, the thousandth goal, and the two thousandth goal. Cheers, Swamp. Uh, there is two games left in the AFLM for this round. Uh, so, Melbourne. Uh, Looked like shit. Look, <laughs> arm wrestle with Hawthorne. Hawthorne kicked three... the first goal in the last quarter. It was down to four points, and then Melbourne won by 50. <laughs> so, and. Yeah. Oh, Stephen May. He's back next week. And. Probably. <laughs> Mo, a, a man, man. <laughs> a mum fucker. <laughs> uh, Mitch Brown kicked two goals in a minute. A man partial to mums. Yeah, partial yeah. to mums, partial to goals, partial to Mo's, partial took- to our hearts. Yeah, and took, like, they weren't easy goals. Like, I mean, the goals weren't super difficult, but he took two fucking pretty big marks to get them. 
Also worth noting that Sam Wiedemann kicked seven goals in the VFL as well. Benny uh, Brown kicked three. Someone told me he had 16 marks. Is that right? That seems 16 fun. is too many. Okay, someone told me that. They were a Melbourne supporter. They were very fired up. <laughs> that sounds like a me stat. When yeah, I'm I, like, got hey, swept, I got swept so up in it. I was like, oh, what? Ben Brown, nicest man in football. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, you've been on TV with him. <laughs> Also, uh, Ben Brown, the man in football that looks the most like I would see him at a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard concert. That's that's a yeah yeah. That's no. a deep I've seen him at Meredith. Best <laughs> best day of my life. <laughs> no, do you know? No, you know you'd see the King Giz concert. Who? Place of the Bulldogs. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Libba. Yeah, Oof. Bailey Smith. <laughs> Libba. I think I've told this story before, but Libba did work experience at a record store, but in the year that he wasn't playing footy. So, like, as a grown man, when he did in his ACL, yeah, it was the. No, year- wasn't he? And wasn't he stood down for a while? Yes, it was that point in time. Oh. It might have been two thousand and eighteen. When he got found asleep on a on a curb somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, doing my local record story just worked out very briefly. It was a very surprising day that day, and finally, last game of the round, uh, Geelong beat North Melbourne in the. Least convincing, most dog shit win of maybe all Fills time. Fills me with so much confidence considering we have West Coast, Sydney, and Richmond coming up after this <laughs> win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're dog shit, Tom. It, it was a really, it was one of those wins where you win and you feel like you need to share after. So what's happening next round? Not even Jeremy Cameron can save you. No. Yeah. All right, let's do some quick tips for next round. Transplant. Then we'll get to some emails and then we'll wrap this show up. It's going long. Sean's head's getting cold. <laughs> no, it's pretty hot in here. You've got to. Can I just, well, just while we're on the pledge, geez, I know he slipped on hair that's on the ground. Um, how's Tom going on the back? Oh, yeah, actually pretty good. Does it need any tidy up? No, I right? think you're okay. Thank yeah. you. I did a very good job. It seems fine to yeah, me. Yeah, it looks straight. Everything's good. All right, well done. I think we're done. Next what? week. You're welcome. $20. <laughs> <laughs> no, well done, mate. I'm very proud of you. Um, you put in a better effort than your fucking team, did you? We sure did. <laughs> With one exception, Tom Stewart, 30 touches, first time in his career. Great That'd mark. the only man. Mark of the week. So, next week, Friday night, Judy West take on Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. Dogs should team. win. Dogs. Yeah. No. Oh, thought you were going to tip Giants just as a fuck you to them. I really do want to tip the Giants, though. You can. You can. Right. You can. Place. This is Giants. a show. This is the perfect show for it. Giants. Like I said, if you need to get your fucks out and your anger out, here's the place. Mm-hmm. Where is the game? Up there. Yep. Uh, Canberra. Oh, About time the fucking dogs got on the move. <laughs> Ballarat's pretty far. <laughs> That's their fucking home ground, mate. They choose to play there. <laughs> Brisbane have to get on a plane and then a bus to get out to that fucking hellhole. I mean, you're already No down disrespect here. to Matt. Love the ground there. They were already down here. It's true. We got stuck here. Saturday, Geelong <laughs> take on West Coast. I'm going West Geelong. West Coast by 600 points. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's ridiculous. Where is it? Where is it? Geelong. GMHBA. Oh, West Coast by 10 points. Oh, mm. the <laughs> West Coast. My only on hope is form. that Sorry, Geelong Tom. lift because they're playing in a position that they respect. <laughs> that ha- but yet, like, they've got a Tom, lift. If you put in a performance similar to. Oh, we'll get belted did. by no, 10 no, no, goals. No, not even that. I reckon your cheer score will start booing your own team. It was. Yeah. It was a, just. Yeah. There was, uh, there was two positives. Harvard played well and Stewart played well. Actually, oh, our backline oh. played well. But yeah, if are we tipping or are we? I'm tipping Geelong. Tipping Geelong. 
I'm going to go Geelong too. He's, he's convinced me. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Cameron, first goal. Get him oh, in. Actually, I actually forgot that I hate that attempted murderer. Uh, West Coast. <laughs> Remember he tried to kill Harris? Yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't yeah. forgotten. No, I know you haven't. Yeah. I'm going to go Geelong because I forgot Jeremy Cameron's back. I just said it. I got a big yeah, head, Tom. I forgot until a lot of room in here okay. for revenge. So basically, in my head, I was like, "I'm going to see." Eighty percent of your big head is revenge. Yeah, that's true. Ten percent is Brisbane, and, and the other ten percent is ghost stories. Yeah, yeah, that you don't want to open. But we'll we'll just, we'll explore them on Scaredy Boys the podcast. New episodes every Friday. <laughs> so, and then we have uh, Gold Coast take on Sydney. Sydney, yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Logan McDonald to finally get a Rising Star nomination. Oh, he's not got one yet. He's the only one. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's had a bit of stiff competition. There's a few other guys in there that yeah, are pretty good. There's a few others having a good year. Yep. Uh, Brisbane take on Carlton, or Carlton take on Brisbane because it's at Marvel. And I, Brisbane. again, don't Brisbane. know why I read it backwards. Brisbane. 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 Melbourne take on Richmond at the MCG. <sighs> want to back Melbourne, but I think Richmond. No, I'm in a, I believe Melbourne. I'm keeping my eye on the red and the blue. Melbourne with Sam Wiedemann to come in. Richmond. And Ben Brown or just Wiedemann, you reckon? Well, there's only one obvious change. Is do they get greedy and bring in both? <laughs> Mitch Brown out, Sam Wiedemann in is the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, I reckon play the Brown brothers. Yeah. Ben and Mitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's like Mario and Luigi. That's where I went to. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's heaps uh, like I mean, Mario I said Luigi. it out loud, so yeah. of course I'm so tired. <laughs> You've had a big day of cutting hair. Oh, I'm st- oh I, I, I was tense. Yeah. If the Brown brothers played, Wiedemann misses a game on the Fact that he kicked too many goals in the VFL last week. Uh, I'm tipping Melbourne. Otherwise, Richmond are going to win. This is the big test for Melbourne, I think. Mm. Yeah. People are like, oh, they played Geelong. That's not a test. We're not playing well. <laughs> the big test is how they're going to keep Mitch Brown on the team. They drop him, they're they not. lose. He's gone for sure, mate. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a guy looking at a guy in this team going, before the game started, oh, he's not playing next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. Mm. Two goals, too. If he kicked four, would he still be in the team? No. Because <laughs> Wiedemann, Wiedemann kicks. Well, no, if he kicked ten, he stays. No. He'd have to kick more than Wiedemann kicked. Even then. No, because then they, they dropped Tom McDonald for I Wiedemann. I think Brown comes in before Wiedemann. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, fire him up. Let's get him in. Brothers Brown. Mitch Brown. Yes. Fremantle take on North Melbourne. Fremantle. Freo. Freo. Yeah, Freo. Is that over there as well? Yep. 100 Ooh. points. Oh, oh. going to be... 60 points. I'll tell you what, everyone protect your head or faces. Yeah. Uh, take, Why? Because hellholes after faces. Oh. Of course. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to think. Actually, you know what it wants? It, yeah. it wants uh, It wants some more body parts. It's going to go for Tom Campbell's tree trunk legs. I saw them up close in the Geelong game. He is a m- enormous. He can't do much football-wise. But, <laughs> but big legs. Big legs. Big legs. He's going to go for Fife's hair. Oh, no. What Just, about... It hasn't Listen, had- if he comes out and Fife shaved his head, it means he's given an offering to the ground. Mm, it will spare his side. Smart, we'll smart. win by 100. Yeah. I Watch reckon- space. Watch for the offering from Fife. Uh, Stevenson's arms, they're gone. Going to break both arms. Howl is going to eat them up. Uh, then Sunday, Hawthorne take on Adelaide. Adelaide. <sighs> Hawthorne. Hawthorne were bad. Where Adelaide. is it? Uh, Tasmania. Hawthorne. Adelaide. Hawthorne were okay for three quarters. Yeah, the but three quarters being the caveat. Yeah, but that. Adelaide but weren't. They're, they're good. not a convincing when they're in front side. Like you saw them play us, they're a bit dog shit. When were they in front? Whenever they were in front, they just play like a non-attacking. It's a bit of a dull brand of football from Clarko. Hawthorne, Crows. Hawthorne, Crows. Because we're saying Hawthorne looked bad. Crows also looked bad. Yeah, yeah, but 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 they have Matty Nix. They have Tex and Matty Nix turned well, around. Sloan and, and Crouch didn't play. 
Correct. Sloan won't be in for no, a while. No, he's eyes. Hawthorne. Detached Hawthorne retina, and next game. Anzac Day game. Collingwood take on Essendon. Essendon. Oh. Unfortunately, I think Collingwood. Joel. Although, how's out? Kyle Hooker to kick 10. <laughs> to go uh, I'm going two. Essendon. Yeah, to go is a piece of shit. I don't care. Moore's playing forward. they got no back line. They might bring in Cox and play him at full back. Kyle Hooker will kick 11. Fuck, Kyle Hooker Bombers. on Kyle. It, Everyone will be confused to which way the ball's going. Yeah. Bring back Zaharakis. Uh, he's been medical sub. He's looking old and slow and tired. But bring him back. Anzac Day magic. Yeah, Get him in. Yeah. And then finally, last game of the round, Port Adelaide take on St. Kilda. Did you tip Collingwood? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you tip anyone. <laughs> Moving on before you say Collingwood. No, I was going to tip Essendon. What was the next one? Was it Port Adelaide St. Kilda? Do you think Essendon will win? Yeah. That's exciting. Young Port Adelaide. Team. Port Adelaide take on St. Kilda. Yeah. Charlie Port Big Adelaide. Dick. <laughs> yes, he does. Biggest. He's going to kick 10. Biggest in the land. Biggest dick in the kingdom. <laughs> Port Adelaide. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, Tom. Hey, Dusha. Fuck you. Sean, do we have any emails? Oh, look, it's firing. It's fucking firing, but so is this episode. It's gone forever. I'm going to show you our man Luke. Who's a Brisbane pledger? Yes. This is his before photo. Oh, he's got a lot of hair. That's a lot of hair there, Joel. That's a lot of hair. I've pulled the email up as well. After. Oh, no hair. He looks so much better with oh, hair. Oh, he looks better without looks like hair. a new man. Looks like a premiership man. Like you do. Never go back to the other style. Also, Luke, you've shaved your beard too, like trimmed it, still beard. I like it. Yeah, nah, you don't, go you go full well. Max going upside down head, Luke. That's the only we'll thing say, you say, very similar styles currently. Bald brothers. The bald brothers. <laughs> Uh, Luke's email says, The Pledge. How fucking good are the Brisbane Lions? I am so pumped. What a brilliant, brilliant team performance from the girls. I want to start reeling off names, but, be, but it would just be the whole team, so I won't bother. As promised, please see below for a before and after photo of The Pledge. I look forward to seeing Sean's. My head was freezing walking back from the barbers, and it never felt so good. Yours, cold... <laughs> from one cold head to the other, Luke. Huge. And Legend. one... 
We've covered this email in the show, but it's worth noting because Owen, who has emailed us, was on the same level as us. Uh, subject, all caps, Sunday Mum Day. <laughs> Dear Mo- and this is also worth noting. So obviously we know who he's going to be talking about. His mum? No. Well, maybe his mum. Lucky man. <laughs> if he got a new stepdad over the weekend, then yes, he's talking about his new mum. His own mum. Uh, but is the, he- is the goal to get Mitch Brown on the show for Father's Day? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Not Mother's Day, the obvious choice of yeah, Father's be Day. Busy. Because he's everyone's stepdad. Uh, but Owen also opens his email by saying, Dear most esteemed of all footy journalists that get to use the word cunt on the reg. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Um, yeah, Owen just, uh, I'm just going to quickly uh, summarize Owen's email. Uh, he says, The centerpiece of the match was Mitch Brown's two massive goals which I can only assume means in, ensured a great end to the weekend for all the mums everywhere. Uh, and that Owen is a born and bred D's fan. It was a great day to take his girlfriend to the first ever AFLM match, which he'd been waiting to do since I helped condemn her to being a Melbourne supporter about 12 months ago. And just he just had a great time at the footy and just hopes that Melbourne does the Melbourne and Hawthorne game doesn't get branded as part of the Who Cares Cup. Well, Mitch Branking two goals, so it can't possibly be. Yeah. And last email of the show. And this just brings it all back to the start. And this is from Jess. Subject still on that grand final high. Boys, am I too late? Did my email make it? Jess, right on time. You made it. I just need to say that I haven't stopped thinking about the women's grand final. My girls did it. (laughs) I haven't stopped smiling since it ended. While I, I... While I am sad that I couldn't make it to the game this year, sitting in a bar with a bunch of fans was the next best thing. We were cheering, screaming ball every two seconds and crying when the final siren sounded. I could go on and on about all the best parts, but I would just be describing the whole game. All I'll say is that the Lions are an iron wall that should be feared by everyone. This win feels even more special to me because I was at the very first grand final cheering them on. To see how far the league has come since then has been unreal and so inspiring to see. I myself would have loved to play in this sport as a child if I was given the chance, and to see the limitations being lifted for young girls all around Australia makes me so proud. I seriously can't wait for the league to start up again next year. It truly embodies the saying, how good's footy? Here's to another great year of footy, Jess. That's huge. And there is no email that would have been better suited to end this week's show, which has been fucked yeah, hopefully a good listen. If I've done a good job as an editor, this episode was listenable. Yeah, it, and it was barely recordable. So <laughs> let us know if it was listenable by sending uh, an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. <laughs> you were just lost in your head. I, f- I was in space, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you, Tom. Thank you. I am at douche13. And Gemma, where can we find you? GL Bastiani on Twitter is the best place to go. Yep. If people want to learn more about the stories of like your Lutkins and your Craig Starchevichers and the Queensland footy factory, you wrote an article on that stuff earlier this year. Where can we find that? A really fucking long article. It's a really big one. It's a really good one, though. Good plug, Tom. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Is yeah. it because I shared a quote from it earlier today? Maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah, so Kirby Fenwick, one of my Siren co-founders, and I, uh, during lockdown last year, we went to work on this long-form piece about the development of women's footy in Queensland, and it goes back to, you know, the 70s and 80s when Jesus. they were trying to get leagues up and going for women, but 
it didn't quite catch on and then the early 2000s when it did and um, Kirby did a lot of the historical research because she's a sport historian and I'm, I spoke more about AFLW era stuff. So you can go and check that out at sirensport.com.au. Beautiful. Perfect. And Sean. Yeah. How does it feel to be a premiership supporter? Feels fucking aerodynamic. You're looking good. I feel fast. Oh, you look fast. I'm fucking frightened about how quickly I'm going to get from here to my car. <laughs> yeah, I don't, why would I drive home when I can fucking run? <laughs> oh, footy's good. Footy's the best. Well done. Well done, everyone. <laughs> well done to Brisbane. Well done to Orla. Orla's the Like, have we talked with Yeah. <laughs> Just cut it. Cut it out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.